What's the pattern? Here? I'm sorry. I don't know what I'm he's sorry. I'm do. trying. Ah, that's close enough. Yeah, that's good enough. Yeah, that's a, fuck it. Joe won't do it anyway. Yeah, so Joe doesn't want to play with us. He's not even our friend anymore. That is true. Okay, that just is hang up on him, will you? Yeah, let's I'm just, so let's just chainery and daytime him. Uh, hello, everyone. My name is Josh. With me, as always, is Mr. Andy Fuko. That's me. And you're listening to the Chainerant Podcast. This is an explicit show, as you've already heard by now. So I'm going to give you five seconds to tune into something else. That's five, four, three, two, one. Fuck. Listeners can review the show on iTunes. You can send us emails and voicemails to be played on air. You can like us on Facebook, where many of you are watching right now during this free stream. Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat. Check out the Chanarant store at Chanarant.com. You can get the new Eternal Youth tea, which... Uh, Joe Brady has. Joe, he, 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 he got He got one? Yeah. Well, that's fantastic. <laughs> and uh, you can check out... <laughs> you can become a patron at Patreon.com slash to support the show for $5 a month. Last but not least, invite and share with your friends. Odd open, baby. Dude, it's like every week is not open. I don't understand <laughs> this. No, it's every other week. <laughs> um, all right. You know what really... Um, Talking to your microphone... Relax. Uh, you know what really uh, sticks a microphone in my face? What's that, man? Uh, when um, shit, I need a good one. Uh, when, when the only good guest we can ever get that shows up on time is Joe Brady, and uh, goddamn, we've overused this this uh, we've prop. Used, we've used this Joe bit Brady's too a prop. <laughs> I'm a prop now. All right, all right. Uh, you know we love you, Joe. I know. I'm like a hand puppet, right? Whenever Ooh. I see you in person, I use you as a prop, but that's a different story. That's, Why is it so echoey in here today? I know. It's that's weird. Right. Yeah. I'm not getting as much from your mic. It's weird, weirdly echoey, though. You hear it? Yeah. yeah. Well, well, your gain's pretty high up. Maybe that's it. But either way, it'll be fine. It'll yeah. be fine. Just close no, it your, won't. It won't be fine. Just move this over here. Yeah, and, and just close the gap, you know. Get, <laughs> get right up on that. Uh, that's what I've been doing lately, getting right up on getting that. Getting right up on that. Yeah. Um, so, what else I got to do? So, Fusco, how goes your uh, your hunt for corn tang? Hey, you stole my joke, man. Uh, it's been, uh, it's, you know, it's, it's called it's called a serve up. <laughs> now you go. Well, uh, I've been trying to maintain my six inch distance. Unfortunately, my penis is the perfect measuring tool for that. Uh, but you know, it, it's not six inches. You know that, right? It, I thought it was six inches. We're supposed to stay six inches. Well, not inches. no, no. It's supposed to be six feet. Not it's it's not six inches in two ways. It's not six inches because your dick's not that long. And it's also not six inches. You're supposed to be six feet away from someone. Oh, my God. Well, somebody drew me a diagram. Hold on. <laughs> You're working. Yeah. So you, you got a diagram from a... Somebody this bitch. You got a diagram from a health professional. Oh, uh, yeah. No, I made that mistake, I guess. Oh, but, uh, see? This is why we cannot have nice things. Yeah, it's been uh, it's been quite dry out there because there's nowhere to go and nothing to do and no liquor to uh, convince the ladies like Joe Brady Wait, to... Uh, your, li- your liquor stores are closed? <laughs> That's an essential business. Our liquor, actually, Lee's was closed. I drove by it the other day, but I can still buy uh, liquor at a uh, at a grocery store, which I did yesterday. Yeah, you know, it's uh, it's a little tough. It's a little tough out there right now, kids. It's a little slow. It's a little slow. It's both an amazing time and a horrible time to be an alcoholic. <laughs> I've been experimenting with many things, like Pringle cans with a. Um, with a sponge in it. Yeah, and yeah, and the old the old prison Sally. Prison Sally, yeah. Yeah. That's actually pretty fun. It actually Is it? I mean, you got to get a big sponge to like Uh I don't think that's I don't think that that's helping all the people who are you know desperately short on latex gloves right now. 
Well, <laughs> if you have just, a friend that's a fireman, yeah. you can get pl- all you want. Just uh, just don't just don't start fucking face masks, all right? And then <laughs> the world will be okay. Uh, I, yeah. I'm gonna get a face mask printed with Joe Brady's face <laughs> and then fucking face mask. Now's the point of now's the point of our show where Joe regrets coming on. <laughs> Speaking of which, uh, Fusco, would you introduce our illustrious guest? Uh, yeah, coming back for like the 17th time now is the world famous hashtag FU Joe Brady all the way from North Carolina where he's uh, staying indoors with his uh, lovely wife and uh, staying uh, basically out of trouble, right, Joe? I, I am staying out of trouble, unlike you two boys. <laughs> hey, man, we wouldn't be Chanaran if we yeah. followed we, the rules. You know, yeah. We, and I think it's we, only, and it's, I think this is only my third time on the show. I mean, you. You may reference me every time in the show. Oh, maybe that's what it is. We're just yeah, sick, you know, we're sick fans. Of thinking about you. Yeah, <laughs> that's fair. No, we love you. We're just kidding. But. Yeah. So, uh, so Joe, how's it going? Do you really Over... love me, Andy? Do you really love me, Andy? Hmm, I got to say it. I'm sorry, Josh. Would you ask the question, Josh? How's it going? Yeah, how's it going over in uh, Raleigh? How's how's Wake doing with this uh, latest, you oh, know, man. crisis of conscience? So it's it, it's strange, you know. We had to shut down practices just before St. Patrick's Day, like everybody else, and slowly getting people back together, um, whether it's online or just on the phone talking and sending out music and doing that. It, it's just an interesting time to figure out how to organize and practice. Mm-hmm. You can't really practice, right? Yeah, I mean that, that that's one of well, the. If the, you're if you're from the band that shall not be named, you were you, trained. You didn't, you didn't practice, practice anyway. Didn't practice yeah. Anyways. Well, that that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I do want to I want to talk more about kind of how bands are essentially not trying not to lose progress uh, while they can't meet, and you know it's very social activity. It's very hard to do over uh, the internet. But before we get into that topic, uh, we do want to get through some of our news and updates um, yeah. this week because we kind of we really haven't really done news and updates in a while. Yeah, we've kind of been breaking from the form for a little while. So uh, so we got, of course, we have one. This one's anonymous, it, but it's about the legend that is the boo-boo. The honey boo? A boo-boo. Honey boo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so this guy says, uh, this drunk Australian cunt just video, <laughs> called, <laughs> just video called me out of nowhere trying to recruit me to play with an Aussie band next year. Counteroffer, MFR, come back or come play in a grade four band and see if you can't help elevate us to the prize list in a contest with more than three bands. Plenty of horny, horny college chicks in my town that you would dig that would dig your accent and your ginger beard. <laughs> so, so there's there's a couple of things to unpack there because one, I believe Honey Boo Boo's got himself a girlfriend. Although I haven't seen pictures of them together in the last. Well, I guess maybe they can't. I suppose. Uh, who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. He did have a girlfriend. Yes. He did. He had a girlfriend. So um, she's way too attractive for him. So the grade four chicks in Colorado will have to wait. <laughs> I'm supposed. You know. Well, I'm look sure. On, look on the right side. If you're playing in a grade four band now, in four years when he's single again, you'll still be playing in a grade four band. Oh, he can I'm, come by. There's no way he's gonna last four years. <laughs> by the time we're back to working to normal, by the time this is over, he'll be single. I'm sure of it. <laughs> uh, well, thank you for. Writing in. All right, our next one comes from our good friend Dan the Man. Uh, Dan says, What's up, you fucks? So let me start out by saying that this is an explicit email. Fuck, 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 fuck. I'm so sick of this coronavirus bullshit. What I thought was going to be at least one promising St. Patrick's Day nursing home gig <laughs> ended up as a goose egg for me due to a last minute coronavirus cancellation. So I sat on my butt, as most of us did on St. Patty's, and live streamed the Dropkick Murphys concert. Our band practices have been moved to a virtual platform, and I'm going fucking stir-crazy. I may be a bagpiper by night, but by day, I'm a registered nurse. 
I can't get away from the curse of the COVID. If this shit gets any, if this shit gets any worse, I may have to shave my beard so I can wear a respirator. Hashtag stay the fucking home. Fortunately, listening to the stories of other pipers, hearing some kick-ass music, and being regaled about Fusco's adventures and whizzing and jizzing have given me some <laughs> levity in these dark times, and I thank you for it. End rant. I actually did have a point to all this. I hated to hear about the Vegas games, and I wanted to possibly shed some insight. I've been getting a lot of emails from our association out here that they are authorizing virtual competitions for soloists to record a video of them playing, put it on YouTube, and submit it for judging. Maybe you guys could do something like this to at least save some face with the Vegas games? Question mark. Hope all is well. Wash your hands. Don't touch your face. Stay the fuck at home. And make sure to establish a good safe word for when things get out of hand with a shower curtain, rod, and a belt. Seriously, don't do anything that you don't want the paramedics to find you doing. Stay safe, motherfuckers. Dan the man. Cheers, Dan. That's okay. We've got a friend in Bill who we can always call to like take us off the loop. And before, delete our search history. Like, he'll come through yeah. quick. Delete all that shit off our computer. Take us off the belt, and then let the paramedics. Yeah, in. I think Fireman Bill will be <laughs> will be helpful in, in that regard. Uh, that reminds me, Joe. What did he just say that makes me think of Joe? Um, Fireman. Oh, I know. What he, okay, I got it. He says like you know record yourselves and stuff. I haven't heard of any. I've heard of a whole bunch of solo contests, but I, heard, I haven't heard of anybody doing a band contest. Well, we can't really get together. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's over. That's over your limit of gathering I people. Suppose, well, not our band. <laughs> yeah, maybe not. <laughs> Can we just have a quartet contest or something? Yeah, maybe. Anything? Jesus. Uh, anyway, I guess that makes sense, Joe. You're always smarter than me. Damn it. Um, so, anyway, we got uh, next guy in, Ian, who I met at Winter Storm. Okay. Who was wearing a Team Andy shirt, fortunately. What do we got going on here? Something going wrong? So, uh... He says, hey, fuck knuckles, just listen to your pipe band <laughs> blue balls episode, or at least the first part of it as I'm writing, and I'll take your blue balls and raise you some pipe band edging. I've been out of the game for five to six years, when, <laughs> when due at least in part to you two and Rab giving me some serious pipe band FOMO. That's your phone or something. My phone just like asked <laughs> a weird question. Uh, Dude, yeah, everything's going nuts. The computers are revolting. <laughs> what the hell is going on? What was right the now? question? Uh, I don't know. I've been out of the game for five, six so, years. All right. So, been out of the game five, six years, and you guys gave me FOMO, essentially. Uh, he decided to get back into it. I lost my winter storm virginity and met a reasonable, sober, reasonably sober Andy while I was unspeakably hungover. I got out with my new band for the first time in a long time, which felt awesome. I even met hashtag one of the six in the wild thanks to the magic of t-shirts. His, not mine. That's Tim from CR Live fame, if anyone cares. I was stoked and all the way back in. Even bought my flight to Scotland. Then this. I was out. I didn't care. I was carrying on with my life. And now the crushing disappointment of possibly the first of the most first. What did we say? The most first world. (laughs) The most first world of first world problems. Oh, I see. So yeah, thanks for the first part, but also fuck you for the surprise ending. This isn't how it was supposed to go. Cheers, Ian. Yeah, this year sucks. Yeah, and it just was announced today that the fucking world was canceled. Which, uh, strangely enough, brings us up to some of our updated cancellations. So before the show started, uh, Joe, you were telling us about St. Patty's uh, and the cancellations you guys face and kind of the financial hit you took in Raleigh. Yeah, I think every, every band took a hit all, all around the world. And uh, not every band, but all, all the players have gone and do gig solo, too. So we, we took a hit. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. You want to tell us exactly how much you lost? 
uh, we took a hit about 10k. I mean, and, and that may be a lot for some bands, but <laughs> not a lot for others. So, but Jesus relative Christ. to us, that's a good portion of our budget. Damn, you guys make some good money in those parades. Yeah, what per, what percentage of our budget? Well, do you it, think it ain't Vegas money, but you know. Well, it's probably more. It's probably more. Yeah. <laughs> you got to keep in mind, everybody lowballs here. Yeah, they're way more savvy <laughs> as far as paying musicians for shit. Um, yeah, it's it has to be a good 70% of our overall operating budget, but we probably lost about, I'd say, $4,500 maybe. Yeah, because we still... We, we did a couple... We did a couple made, gigs, and, then we, and we were like, we were just like, pulling tips like i mean we we went out and just kind of went for it yeah much to the much to the uh, dismay of people who are recommending we do otherwise <laughs> like fuck it we're chattering this yeah bitch. it's like well it's just one of, it, no it turned into one of those things where it's like all right we got to get out there and do the best like put our put our lives on the line man <laughs> do it for the band do man. it for the band because <laughs> otherwise we're fucked we're going under yeah maybe maybe sick for six months after this but you know at least you'll get new drum heads you ungrateful fucks <laughs> I had COVID back in November anyway. I'm fine. I'll be fine. <laughs> so, uh, I just, I, I hate it for a lot of our band members. It was going to be their first time out on parade. Oh, so, yeah. Know, a bunch they, of got our... their, they got their uniforms. They were going to be marching for the first time, excited about that. And that's an opportunity that just fell out from underneath them. Yeah, that's the, that's a good question because we talked about this recently. But, you know, all those people that lost that, like that was their carrot, right? So yep. how are you keeping them uh, motivated with nothing to do? Because that's ultimately – it's either – and why else do people do this? A chance to perform in public, right? Yeah. Well, then you you start targeting next dates, whether it's the Fourth of July or whatever the next event is. Uh, well, Halloween. There isn't any. Yeah. <laughs> well, hey, listen, you got you got to put a carrot out in front, and I'm not saying that we do something for Memorial Day weekend, but we got to start thinking out. Sure. Yeah, I, I guess for us, it'd probably be the concert would be the it's really the a, next natural thing. I mean, if assuming like who knows, I don't know, but there's still. Uh, contest in September, October, potentially December. Well, all right. And you saw what Duna did. Those are your words, Andy. Uh, I mean, Dunedin's planning it out to be the last game in November, the last weekend of November. So that, that'd be awesome. So we're looking forward if we can go and do that. Is that, that's not when they normally are, right? That was delayed or something? No, normally it would have been this weekend. Oh, is that what happened? Okay. Well, that's good that they rescheduled because a lot of people are just outright canceling. Uh, yeah. Well, and I, although I will say this, like, I think that I'm, I'm interested to see how some of these postponed events go because pretty much every event that postpones is going to be aiming for the same three months before the end of the year. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of curious as to how that sheds out. Like, cause we, we got asked that with Vegas. Like, are you guys just going to postpone it, do it later in the year? And it's like, everyone's gonna be doing that. Every single event in the entire town is going to be postponed until fall. Yeah. So, I know. So with, do we, with, do with we spread out the, here on the East coast that, you know, they have uh, agreements in place that they can only have so many games each weekend. So they're going to have to balance that out. And so far, it doesn't look like there's going to be any overlap. You mean the association has to actually make a decision and figure out something for the best <laughs> uh, benefit of all its members? Yes. I don't foresee that happening, Joe. Well, <laughs> and, and like the thing for <laughs> us. They're going to be like, everyone for themselves, do what you must. <laughs> well, and the thing, that, the thing that for us that comes into play is it's, I'm, not, I'm not just looking out for overlapping with other like competition events, like Highland Games and bagpipe competitions. I have to look for overlap with any other event that's even in the area because the vast majority of our revenue comes from attendees that come in to watch everything. 
So if they're going to yeah. go to the county fair instead, if they're going to go to fucking tacos and tamales or San Gennaro or any of like any other event that's happening at the same time, like I get screwed. I would rather go to the India Indian festival. Indian so would I, festival. man. Oh and God. that got canceled too, which I'm really bummed because <laughs> I was going to go to that. Fuck, that's the best. Love thing me in some town. Indian food. Oh my God, yeah. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, you know, speaking of cancellations, uh, you know, a lot of news has come out. Obviously, the Scottish Championships, which were slated for, I believe, this weekend. Yeah, I don't have any. Idea. Uh, so, Scottish Championships um, were canceled. Uh, the the word came out today that the war, the Pipe Band World Championships and also the Piping Live Festival have been canceled. And the um, tattoo, yeah, the, the Edinburgh tattoo. Yeah, the Edinburgh tattoo is canceled. Um, Dunedin is delayed. Uh, hopefully to a successful fall of it. The, uh, your tattoo was canceled, Joe, your, your, your first foray into the spirit of 76 pipe band. Uh, yeah. The Virginia, the Virginia international tattoo was canceled about three weeks ago. So that was kind of gutting news for everybody. Yeah. Let me tell you, I haven't, Angel won't shut up about it. Like, oh. yeah, I, I hate it for him. I mean, that, that opportunity that was lost, all the work that was put in with people practicing and the investment with uniforms and equipment. We're going to reuse it. Our, our plan is to go back in 2021 as the band. That'll be the tattoo's 25th Ooh, anniversary. I might be able to go to that one. Can I be on that list? Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, the, the list is full. So. Well, unless, unless something bad happens to Angel, because you'd probably fit in his uniform. Well, let me let me break just, the, let me yeah. break the news to just, you. Just uh, just make him make him demonstrate that he knows all the music first, yeah, and go. then save a flight. Say, let me let me break the news to you. Angel wasn't practicing. Don't feel too bad about Angel. Angel was practicing. <laughs> You're awful. I'm you know that. You. Oh come on, we gotta give Angel. We gotta shit. give him shit. He's in the chat somewhere. <laughs> I know he's out there. He's also he's also very much enjoying his lo- his quarantine with his lovely wife in Palm Springs, like just hanging out and pooling it up. Oh, I and... talked to him today. He's, he was uh, with the kids. He, oh, he's got the kids too. Oh yeah, oh, everybody shit. with the kids is not enjoying their life. I don't think so much. <laughs> well, you know what my solution for that is: condoms. Absolutely. Yeah. Always. Just like, just be like Joe. Don't have any kids. Be like Joe. There you Joe go. Have cats. Be, <laughs> be like Joe. Shoot blanks. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, VTAT unfortunately was canceled. Um, Pleasanton and Maxville, I would say, are question marks. What do you guys think? Do you think that uh, it would be financially responsible for any of these events to kind of keep holding out or is it kind of fucked either way? I would say Maxville's going down for sure. Pleasanton, I would say, I think it's too early to make that decision. That's for, Yeah, for I think it's, it's too early. We can't speak to it because there's other things that impact why they make the decision. And, you know, Jim Sim making the decision to cancel Chicago based on St. Andrews uh, and their relationship with them. I mean, that was spelled out. It's clear. So we don't, I don't know what kind of relationships Maxville, Glengarry games or the Montreal games have with, with the venue, with organizers, so they need to do what's best for them and whatever decision that is. Do you do you think that there's like a an added benefit to people who travel to these events to know sooner rather than later? I know for my band it, it makes a difference because like the bus company that we rented to go to uh, Canada this summer want, wants a decision, and same with the hotels. They want to know if we're going to keep the hotel rooms. So I mean, for us, yeah, it's a big decision for us, and I imagine it would be for bands, other bands from the United States going up there. For the Canadian bands, maybe not as much, but still, I mean, logistically, you got to plan your hotels out and do you put deposits down and when can you get them back? Those kinds of money things. Yeah. And then preparation too, because I mean, we don't, we don't want to go into it where we're not together up until four weeks before the event that we can't get together and rehearse. You might, you might not be able to rehearse enough to actually, you know, make it worth the trip as far as the performance exactly. is concerned. Well, I'm, but then everybody's in the same boat, so it doesn't really matter. I mean, yes, it's not your best foot forward for that year, but it's still relatively the same to everybody else, right? Theoretically, I suppose. Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't. 
And I don't know what other bands are doing. I mean, you see what's going on on social media, what some bands are trying to do, and we even get pinged, you know, how are you guys doing online band rehearsals? We're not. <laughs> you, you can't really do a functioning online band rehearsal. Well, that's our you topic of the week. Fuck, we just fucked yeah, it. Yeah, anyway, we, we oh. it. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> so <laughs> essentially, so so wait, real quick before we get into that. Um, so like for example, for Pleasanton, which might be the last West Coast games at this point, because you know Utah's when canceled. Is, when is Pleasanton? Uh, Labor Day weekend. Labor Day. Yep. Yeah. So it's just it's so it, early to tell, but one, it's also the biggest games in the West Coast. But but there's games after that. They're just small. yeah, they're there's smaller. I mean, like Rio got canceled. Costa Mesa, San Diego, both canceled. Uh, Utah's canceled. So San. So I think the next thing would be well, the Washington. No, no, no. There's ones in July that have not canceled yet. So Flagstaff. There's one in northern or middle of. <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be the best year for fucking Flagstaff. <laughs> In the history of time, because everything else is canceled. I'm still not going to go. No, I'm I'm not going. But uh, there's Reno in September. There's that one out by, what's that town out by Flagstaff? That's in September as well. Um, Uh, Prescott. Prescott. Yeah, that's out. Yeah, well, and the back half of our season over on the East Coast looks good still. Uh, Lock Norman scheduled to August, August 15th. And then you have the Charleston games. Before that, you have Stone Mountain hasn't canceled. And then Dunedin is, is queued up to, to take place in November. This might be the year to go to Stone Mountain. It's going to be the greatest games of all time. <laughs> it, it, it usually is pretty good, but this could be the greatest year ever. Uh, but I, I put down this. Whatever the first games is that happens in any particular territory, say the West Coast, East Coast, whatever, when this is over, is going to be the greatest games of all time. Everybody's going to so? It's going to be the greatest beer tent ever. There's well, be, beer tent, yeah, there's but there's gonna be horgies everywhere. Yeah, see, I would, I would say, I would, I would bet the opposite. I would say that it's gonna hurt that. Every, I mean, yeah, everyone's gonna be chomping at the bit, but like, if you're two weeks after everyone says, "Okay, all clear," you're still gonna be fucked, man. Like, you'd have to be like six months after everyone says "all clear" for people to calm the fuck down, get some money together to travel. Like, I don't think so. I think our people are nuts, and they're gonna be like, "Fucking road trip." Drinking her ass. Yeah, off. but they also we'll haven't been. They also haven't been working for fucking yeah. well, eight yeah. weeks. You know, that's a ability to afford it. That's a good point. I yeah, think of that. That, that. I mean, that's very I'm real. That's gonna, we're going to start seeing that cascade of effect taking place in the next couple of weeks. Absolutely. I mean, that's why we made the decision to just say, "Nah, see you in twenty one, man." Like that's. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what we would because a lot of these a, a lot of these events are just too expensive to not have a lot of people show up. It's very tight margins. Yep. So this, this I have is an, sobering. I have an interesting question. <laughs> yes. With the fact that so far almost every single event, probably, you know, at least on the West Coast, aside from maybe two or three for the calendar year has been canceled, do you guys think that there should be any kind of refund of fees? It's an incredibly marginally small amount of money for individuals, but for like bands for the, and stuff. You mean for the association? For the association fees. Do you think that that would do you think that would make sense, or has the association, by placing the responsibility of canceling the events on the event organizers instead of on themselves, kind of gotten out of having to be in a situation where they should do that? Because we're looking at we're looking at a we're looking at a year's worth of fees and no events. Oh, I've thought about this definitely because I'm thinking, do we get our three hundred dollars back? That we because we're not going to do anything. I'm sure of it, right? I would, I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do, but they should. In my opinion, they should because like, there's yeah, nothing like a happening. Good faith, good faith move. Absolutely, because what what costs are they incurring this year as well? Well, they don't incur a lot of costs anyway. Well, I'm sure they're not sending their guys off to their 
Utah vacation like they yeah. usually do. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever they do. I don't fucking know. But they're not holding any events. They're not I'm sh- they're not going to hold any clinics or anything like that, right? No, so, no. I mean, so far everything has either been canceled or postponed until the end of the season. Like the smartest thing they could do to get to curry favor and look good to all the pipe bands is immediately refund everybody's money. Sorry. We really look forward to making it a better year next year and yep. just and just look like heroes, but we've heard not a word about it. Or or maybe offer a discount for next year. I mean, that's g- giving money yeah. back, that's going to that's gonna be hard for them to pull money out of yeah, their pocket. Giving, what have they spent it on, though? What, have, what would they have spent it on by now? Yeah, nobody's gone anywhere. I mean, they've probably spent it all on the AGM, which I guarantee is still going to happen. <laughs> it's going to happen online. What is that going to cost? It's not online. The AGM at, in November or whatever the fuck it is? October at the fucking Irvine Marriott still scheduled currently. Well, you're assuming that's going to happen. That's, it would be interesting <laughs> to see what happens if it doesn't, right? I'm not paying for that because we didn't have any events. We pay because yeah. we have to We have. Oh, to we're paying to go. I, I yeah, swear to God. Dude, we're, 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 we're having events on the East Coast here. So, I mean, they're, they, they, they're having stuff going on still. Yeah, we, I, we've had a couple up through like the Phoenix. Yeah. We've had two, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it was basically what, Queen Mary and Phoenix? And I think our last major event was Metro Cup. Oh, man, right under the wire, too. (laughs) Metro Cup just made it under the wire. I mean, I guess maybe some people are saying this is a smart thing. It's just no fees next year. Done. Or just a discount structure for the fees. And you know what? The ECs of of all those organizations will sort it out. They're going to get together and talk. It's complicated, right? Mm, It's not that complicated. It's easier to do no fees than refund fees, for sure. Yeah, no, that yeah, makes more sense. Or, or, or discount fees, yeah. And I and I, I can say that as having to refund every goddamn registration fee, athletics fee, and vendor <laughs> and clan fee in, over the past two weeks. I haven't gotten my band fee back yet, by the way. Oh, well, you're not going to get it. <laughs> Consider it a yeah, donation. I guess, I, I guess the good question would be, you know, is on the other side of the, of the pond, is the RSPBA going to refund because their entire season got scuttled? And they just built a goddamn building. <laughs> They're so fucked, dude. To to, to a point I'm seeing here in the live stream, can they afford to do that? This is is the greatest thing for Scott Curry right now that could have ever (laughs) happened. Because this is the worst case scenario that exactly he was like chicken littling, right? Yeah. For this, like, what if something goes wrong and you guys are fucked? Guess what? It all went wrong and you guys are fucked. And you're all fucked. Now he he looks like a hero. So Scott Curry invented Corona. He might have. Maybe that's the. Maybe that's what the uh, really happened. No, dude. It's like he no. went. He went over to China and started eating bats. Well, and, and it's, uh, just, uh, <laughs> he just coughed on everyone. Uh, no, no. It's it's one of those things where it's like you know this is this is why a lot of organizers do planning and the way that they do planning because it's like okay we don't want to wager everything we don't we don't want to put it all on black you know what I mean like because it might come up red fuck like we gotta we gotta. <laughs> just slowly over time build up the money to do something stupid like a building renovation <laughs> <laughs> and have no incoming money because you can, year. yeah because you can get screwed like really easily yeah and i don't know what kind of bailout packages they're going to have in the uk we see what's going on here in the united states and you need to look at rspba or even uspa or wuspabot these are small businesses and uh the government here in the united states is putting out small business loans that they may or may not qualify for but Think about it. This this could put some of these associations out of business. Absolutely. Altogether. Well, a good amount of the ones that we, I think ours are nonprofits, right? Like, are, isn't most of them a nonprofit? Yeah, I and nonprofits so. qualify. 501c3s qualify. Oh, for thank God. Because we're going to need it. Yeah, no, I Hey, looked, we're a 501c3. We are, and I've looked into this already. So <laughs> it's, uh, we're looking into it. <laughs> are you just wiggling dilly? I am, yeah. yeah. I just wanted there to be some active video of something going on so people can. Look at him. He's he's so handsome with his eye patch. With his eye patch. Yeah, one of his eyes his fell off. Googly eye. 
Okay, so um, real quick, a uh, couple a couple other quick plugs. Uh, Rab's in the chat. I wanted to plug Big Rab. Um, we He's, actually were on the most recent episode of the Big Rab show. Not only that, but it was the greatest episode he's ever done. Well, and I more, heard it, but I'm sure it was great. <laughs> and and I guarantee, uh, Rab's audio editing chops went from whatever they One were, <laughs> like whatever they were, three times because that was a shit edit, man. I think we sent him our audio. He had his audio. He was like cutting back and forth. Oh, yeah. He was trying to bleep us when we were talking about people fisting each other. <laughs> so, uh, good job, Rab. You nailed it, bro. That's basically how an edit for any episode of Chain After Dark goes. I just want to say to the people that do listen to it, before we started, we did have a discussion like, all right, we're not going to swear. We're going to keep it together. And we actually tried really hard to keep it together, and it just didn't happen. Just did you have a safe word, Andy? Uh, yeah, fuck. <laughs> yeah, that was our safe word. Cunt, cunt, cunt. <laughs> Our our, our 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 safe word was fucking cunt puncher. <laughs> um, uh, while we're on the subject of everything being canceled and diseases, we already talked about this at the beginning of the show. But our newest shirt, the Chainerant Eternal Youth Tea, is available at chainerant.com. It's a sweet pentagram. Wash your hands. Hail Satan. Uh, and the Dojo Tuning Clinic, go. So why don't you give the good people an update on that for the exact amount of time that it takes me to get up and get a drink? I got nothing to say about. Then that. why don't you give people a uh, description of why they should sign up for the dojo test drive while they're at home, not improving their skills for exactly the amount of time it takes me to get up and get a drink. <laughs> okay. Uh, you want me to do an ad for the dojo right now? <clears throat> so the uh, dojo test drive. Chainerant.com slash suck less. You go to chainerant.com slash suck less. Somebody, Joe, play some music behind me while I do this, will you? Do you know how to do that? So, <laughs> so while you're bored at home, people doing absolutely nothing, uh, go head over to dojouniversity.com and sign up for the one dollar premium. Actually, no, do not go to dojouniversity.com. What is it again? Go to chanarant.com/suckless and then sign up for the dollar premium, uh, uh, one month free for a dollar. I don't know what the fuck I'm saying. Dojo premium test drive, Yeah, that whole thing, and then uh, learn how to play. Dude, I don't. I'm drunk. I don't know. It's fucking three in the afternoon and I'm hammered. Sko, I like how you work there and you work here and you can get neither read right. What are you talking like the, about? What read have I ever done for here? <laughs> like, you can't get the chain rant link right. You can't get the dojo link right. It's not in front of me. Sell, baby, sell. I got nothing. So, all right, let's try this. All right, let me try it again. Hello, everyone. Oh, you want to do it? Yeah, you yeah. got it? Okay. Hello, everyone. Did you know... Jesus Christ, <laughs> Joe. Joe just flipped fucking. his desk over. <laughs> He's like, fuck this. <laughs> Fuck you! <clears throat> so anyway, uh, hey everyone, did you know at chainerant.com slash suckless, you can get $1 for your first month of Dojo Premium Access. That allows you access to people like Rab Matheson and Bruce Gandy who can teach you on a weekly basis. And also cunts like me, Fuko, and then, and of course, Andrew Douglas, which nobody wants to go to his class. Anyway, well, that's okay. Uh, and uh, listen, you're stuck at home. You got nothing to do. We've got a lot of students that are working hard and doing really well. And I've got a. Surprise. Are you talking about in the dojo? In the dojo, not yeah, in, not not, not, in, not in our band. Okay. No, they're they're definitely sleeping in <laughs> on a regular basis, uh, just like uh, Waken District does. Uh, but anyway, go to uh, channerant.com/sucklass for your one dollar for the first month. Dojo Super. premium. Superb. Great ad read, Fusco. See, wasn't that great? Yeah. So I noticed you skipped my fucking number five. Uh, we'll do that in the, oh, the life of Channeranners. We'll just get into that in the life of Channeranners. Well, no, I mean, uh, so I have one more plug. We can do number five. 
Uh, and then this is the part everybody skips past. We're doing all the plugs in a row. Just throw them in randomly. Like, yeah, yeah. Okay. Don't so do it like Rab would. Let's talk it. about let's talk about number five because I'm curious <laughs> about this because I haven't seen you on. And is this why? It could be. Could be. So uh, this relates to the last thing we talked about. A bunch of everybody being cunts, and I, I'm blaming Australia for this because they got me using the word cunt so often. So uh, recently, I was. Is that uh, a bad? Is that bad? I use I say cunt a lot. I say it all the time, but apparently <laughs> on Xbox Live, it's a bad thing. So <laughs> <laughs> okay, so people can people can call me racial slurs, but I can't call them a cunt. <laughs> Correct, dude. Let me tell you this fucking shit. Oh, so I was playing Apex Legends, of course. Fair play. And I was having a bad day. I was just. In a, I think all the good people are on right now because nobody's got anything to do. But I was getting trashed. I was just getting hammered, right? And uh, also, you were losing. And I was losing. <laughs> So I play. I played a game, whatever, and twice in a row, two different games in a row. And this is—I swear I'm not as bad as this, but I got two different people when we finished wrote to me and said you're trash or something like. Just that happens know, all the time. It happens all the fucking yeah. time, right? Yeah. So both of these people, like I, like when somebody does that to me, I get so fired up. I went full New Yorker, like you uh, motherfucker, you cocksucker, you like, keyboard warrior. <laughs> oh, I totally went back. I'm like, you're a fucking cunt to both of them, right? Right as it happened. So the one guy reported me. And because and I'm like, well, they can I'm, screenshot I'm, that. I reported shit. You, you right back. It, yeah, you got to do it. You got to do it over <laughs> audio where they can't screenshot the audio. Well, I'm sure they can go back and listen to it. I don't fucking know. But anyway, so he's like, I reported you. Ha ha. And so he's going, we're going back and forth. Oh, you know, just te- we're texting back and forth to each other on Xbox Live. <laughs> Dude, you. <laughs> so you, like in a couple hours later, I get an email saying like, you know, uh, you're getting, you're getting, what do they call it? Like um, you're getting a suspension a, or something. Like a 24 hour or whatever. 24 hour suspension from communicating. I wasn't allowed to communicate with Oh, anybody. you still have to play then. Oh, I could still play. Yeah, but I couldn't communicate. So I couldn't use. Communicating is the worst part. Yeah, that's the worst thing. So, <laughs> oh wait, this guy couldn't fucking yell at me and call me trash. And then I respond and then I get in trouble. <laughs> Dude, so, so, so call, you, you went full bullock on some randoms. No, they started it. Okay. Like, the way I look at it, if you start it, then it's full. <laughs> no, it's, it's on. Full, yeah, it's on. It's full game, man. So I was really pissed about that. And uh, and then 24 hours later, you know, I'm like, all right, I guess I'm free again. I don't know. Like, <laughs> it was so So dumb. what you're saying is we're spending the evening getting on Xbox Live and calling people cunts until oh, we both get banned. We're going to do it just through the just through the microphone that's not recorded, yeah. so they can't ever do anything about it. So, yeah, absolutely. Interesting. Joe, have you ever uh, you ever keyboard warrior anybody and call anybody a cunt online? Uh, just us? Like on social media? Just uh, Voldemort or... <laughs> I generally do that on a phone call. <laughs> you do it so there's no proof. I don't. I don't want somebody screenshotting my 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 comments. I'd rather just brutally say it. <laughs> well, if there's anything I know about Joe. It's that he's brutal. In the bedroom. Oh yeah. So, um, speaking of contests that hopefully won't be canceled, uh, there's rumblings. We, I, I think we briefly talked about this last week. We did. Uh, maybe not. But uh, there's rumblings of a an upcoming invitational pipe band contest uh, in October at the Rough Tail Brewing Campus, which is a five-acre beer brewing and selling and tap room and all that stuff, uh, hosted by none other than our good friend Beer Boy Bread. We did talk about this last time, but I am excited to say it again, because when is this going to happen? Next year? Uh, no, it's supposed to be this October. Oh, for fuck's sake. You think it's going to happen? I think so, yeah. I mean, I get, we got to kind of see where the world goes, I suppose, but... Hmm. This is exciting. This could be the best event of all year. Yeah, because... Where, where is it at? It's going to be in Oklahoma City at yeah. Rough Tail Brewing Co. Except for that part. Yeah, except for it being in <laughs> Oklahoma City in October. Uh, one of the, Well, I mean, yeah, like we talked about it, but there, there's some interesting things. I think that I'm interested to see if they go through a sanctioning route or an unsanctioned route, because like Winter Storm, for example, is not a sanctioned event. 
And it, if you don't do that, you can kind of open yourself up to more interesting things. You can have like concert formations. You can have like different kind of pricing and judging structures. It, you know, could be a good sounding board. I'm interested to see how it goes. Plus, I'm going to go anyway just because I like Rough Tail beer and I'll see my, my good buddy Brad. I would go just for the sesh. Just for the sesh, yeah. Joe, you should bring Wake and District to that. We'll bring uh, the band that shall not be named. Um, head to head. Do you have a grade four band or no? Just five and yeah, three. We, we do. do. Oh, this would be head great. to head. Let's all three people who know our music. Yeah, but what by I then. would probably do is put all my grade three players down in the four and just go out there. Oh, I them. knew you were going to do that. I was like, dude, you cannot fucking. What is, what is the word? Uh, sandbag. Sandbag this shit. Like, uh, what's his name would do? <laughs> <laughs> like Dilly. Stop, like, stop. The stop. best. Actually, the best way to do this show would be a quartet contest. Because. Only four, three or four of us know the music in our band anyway. Yeah, so, so that would help us immensely. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we could have a Spirit of 76 pipe band, though. We'll do it. Uh, we ooh, we'll ooh. call we'll call the quartet or the sextet, we'll call it uh, the, the Thermopylae Contest because the numbers won't matter. The numbers your band has won't matter in that tiny little, tiny little canyon where we're forcing you to play. <laughs> the V, per se. <laughs> yeah. The V, yeah. Um, no, I like this idea. What if it's four pipers, two snares, and a bass? This this mini, mini band, yeah, mini, mini band, band contest. mini band contest, and we go up against Waken District, great or four. Spirit of Seventy Six. Ooh, but who would get Angel? Uh, not Angel. Oh, we get not Angel. us. We get yeah, Angel. we don't want. We don't no, want him. No, no, no. He doesn't know our music. <laughs> <laughs> he knows your music much better than ours. <laughs> and then the the losing band gets a chance to recover the title in a sudden death paintball tournament. <laughs> but no like i think it's gonna be fun man i mean assuming that the world can go back to normal you know by the end of october i'm excited to see what happens with this and like i said i'm going for the sesh anyway i say just go why not we're gonna have nothing else to do i'll get to watch i'll get to watch some east coast bands hang out with some ranters drink some beer yeah. uh city of chicago has a great four they might be willing to make the trip yeah, so I think it'd be good fun. So uh, keep keep your eyes open as we hear more. Y'all will hear more about the Rough Tail Invitational. And you know, once they have like date, once they finalize dates and stuff, I might see if we can get get Beer Boy on to kind of give us the scoop on what they're going to be doing. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. All right, so Sco, it's your yes, favorite part. It's me. It's your favorite part. Ooh. The pipe in, fail, win, and try of the week. What have you brought to us today? Okay, so I got some good stuff. You ready? I've been saving these up for weeks because we haven't done. Yeah, we haven't done. We haven't forever. done. We haven't done fail, win, and try for a while. So I've got so many, and I, it was such a hard decision. But the win and the fail go together this week. The fail is this: we are the king. Wouldn't you say we're like the kings of like internet trolling and like fucking with people and saying their shit? I suppose at this point, yeah. So this actually is there a visual component? Do I need to see this? Or I'll read it to you. Okay. So there's two. There's two things that they go hand in hand. So the fail of the week was uh, a a typical. Joe, I know you're going to love this. Uh, people are such haters, essentially, online, right? There's always the internet trolls, people that talk a lot of shit and whatnot. Um, and there's in the last three weeks, there's been people trying to do a lot of positive things. Like they're playing, they're playing, you know, they're doing the NHS thing, right? They're playing out on the fucking street corner for, I don't know, whatever reason or whatever, right? They're doing all those things. To honor <laughs> national health workers. Yeah, yeah, those kinds. Uh, so... Uh, <laughs> well, NHS National Health Service that doesn't really apply to us. But no, it has nothing to do with us. But either way, so this this one uh, lady, woman, whatever, decided to go play out in front of an old folks' home or something, and they had some Scottish dancers, and she's actually the win of the week. But the fa- I'm starting with the fail of the week because he he comment this person comments on her post just being a fucking dick. 
right? And she's doing something fucking nice, and she's actually not that bad. So um, she's not bad at all. She's actually quite good. But <laughs> so this is what he says. He goes. Uh, he writes on her th- on her. She posts it, and he writes back. Changed about four different times. He's uh, Scottish, so he changed a boot. Maybe he's fucking Canadian. I don't know. Anyway, either way, illiterate. <laughs> changed the boot four different times of your truth. Channer flat reads not been blown in properly. But other than that, good effort. Uh, and she writes back, uh, <laughs> yep, haven't played my pipes in months, so Reed was not blown in, but who cares as long as it made people smile uh, and gave the nursing home some different company from a distance, right? So they're playing, like, literally out in front of the windows, yeah. and all the people are in the windows, like, waving, right? So she's trying to do something fucking good. And, and this guy uses an opportunity to just be like, eh, your shit sucks. Yeah, so take a listen to her playing and tell me what you think. <laughs> She repeats, and there's dancers. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there's like you know, like uh, there's like little drone stuff here and there, but that's a that's some good music. Yeah, some minor stuff here. Uh, Like, could any of our people do that? No, no. (laughs) For one, Uh, so I don't know what the fuck the guy's talking about. Like, like she's trying to do something fucking nice. Shut the fuck up. Uh, You know. Yeah. Especially if it's not like what's guy's name. It's not Ryan Randall. <laughs> oh, I'm going to call him out. Don't get me wrong. So uh, I want everybody. <laughs> First name. <laughs> the links are all out there. Uh, they're going to be in the show notes. But, yeah, um, but yeah, I don't think you can click through on the fail one. I think the fail one is a private thing. I think you can. It says, oh, sorry, it this content is not available. Uh, okay, right well, I'll, I'll put it out there. So his name is. I don't know who he is. Uh, but uh, And for her name, Jen Margaret, who's a uh, player in a pretty good band hey, out in Scotland. Well, cheers, Jen, <laughs> for being the winner of the week. And uh, fuck you. Yeah, the other dude. Junior? Whatever the fuck your name is. So, uh, yeah, do something nice for people because uh, times suck. You know, so, what's our what's our try, my friend? All right, so try of the week is Joe Brady. Oh, wait, no, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> try of the week is us trying to edit this podcast later. <laughs> oh, no, we're going to go straight, aren't we? Isn't oh, hell yeah, we, buddy. Isn't that how we do this? Yeah, things? yeah, this is how we do it now. Goddamn, where the hell did it go? Hold on. Josh, why don't you read an ad while I find a try of the week? Hold on, just pan in right here, right here. I can't pan because it's it's a tripod. Oh, I got it. <clears throat> Hi, my name is Josh McEckern from the Chan Ran Podcast. You may remember me from such things as the Las Vegas Pipe Band YouTube channel and the Chan Ran Podcast, and also Joe Brady's Secret Sex Book. <laughs> I'm here today to talk to you about money. Money is a thing that we all need, and for five dollars a month, you can subscribe <laughs> to us on Patreon. Patreon's the best way to support the show, aside from buying shirts. So, if you don't want to wear the fact that you share, you support the show out in public. Apparently, people have not been doing that lately. Uh, you know, go to Patreon.com/channerant, and for five dollars a month, you can keep listening to us make horrible jokes and talk to Joe Brady. Now, <laughs> back to the show. All right, so our try of the week is. Now, I, I guarantee you every piper on the planet has been tagged in this goddamn Facebook post, but I actually find it kind of funny once I, I find to watch it. 
It's YouTube, but it was flying around Facebook. <coughs> so right, hold on, I, I'm, I'm muting it so I can kind of see what's it. going on here. Okay, so this is the garbage bag bagpipes guy. Oh, with recorders. Oh, yeah. So recorders, bagpipes. I'm gonna give him a try because it's goddamn funny. When you listen to him like trying to get it going, it just makes me laugh. So, okay, yeah, let, let it rip. Looks like a straw, right? Like taped together. That he's using for a blow stick. Yeah, I think it's like multiple paper straws, not even like proper straws. Multiple, yeah. Got two recorders, a drone, and a channer. (laughs) I don't know how he's cooked this together. Also, I think that bag's too big for him. It's definitely too big. It looks like a gate, uh, gaita. What do they call it? Sounds like one too. At one point, he starts to figure out how to blow them in tune. This is actually a pretty good representation in, of Waken District Pipe Band. <laughs> <laughs> this sounds like something uh, Groot would arrange. This is this is what I played right before Chanterant Live. I played that yes, same that's tune. that's exactly what Josh played <laughs> right before Chanterant Live. <laughs> So, so true. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I, I give him credit for actually bothering for, to go through the process of hooking for, all uh, shit. Uh, making all that shit, yeah. People are really bored right now, apparently. <laughs> oh, that's great. All these home skills, uh, skills are, are, are shining through. Still better tuned than, any, than your average service band. Absolutely. Um, okay, speaking of your average service band, we're incredibly excited to have Joe Brady on the show today. <laughs> And uh, kind of, you know, when I approached Joe about coming on... Wait, was I, there a win of the week or was that the win of the week? No, that was a try. That was a try. Oh, the win was, was the second one. Uh, when I approached Joe about coming on the show, um, after I showed him, you know, the Polaroid of his family tied up and taped with the newspaper and a gun to their head, he said, what are we going to talk about? And I wanted to talk a, a little bit about how bands are trying to not lose progress during all this shit now that now that you know that's us fucked for another year yeah mm. um Which so is remarkable for it's the most perfect saying for this time for this time what is going on and i think we already had an episode so this would be like that's us fucked for another year part two i think this is the part three to be quite part honest. three <laughs> <laughs> so so joe uh real quick as a because you're not the pipe major of the waking district pipe band correct correct uh but you are senior member i don't know what you, what do you call yourself because i know you do a lot of band work manager. in the organization right? band manager yeah band, band manager fair okay so super. Uh, we we have an ec and i'm on the board so so uh what have you guys been doing to kind of like try to you know because you're never really going to gain i suppose and you may not even be able to maintain progress during the fact that no one can meet and play but like what steps have you guys been taking so far just in case it might apply to, you know, many of the lower grade bands that listen to us. Or any of the bands, period, right? Uh, we've been trying to maintain as much normalcy as possible. I know that sounds crazy, but like when I say normalcy, band communications. Like I, I'm not gonna I'm not kidding. For the first four or five days of this, I didn't know what to do or say to our members. And it, it hit me we just needed to be as normal as possible. Continue to send recordings out during the week, things to work with, uh, play along recordings and then we decided to kind of uh, use the dojo method of teaching online how Andrew has that set up uh, on dojo of of working with groups online 
and uh, that's worked for both our pipers and our drummers, you know, using Zoom or, or, or Google Hangouts, uh, finding those methods. But back to your original point of what do we do, we're trying to keep things as normal as possible. Um, people in there trying to get them into the routines. A lot of our band members, especially our newer players that were really expecting to get out for St. Patrick's Day said, you know, my, my routine's interrupted. I, I was practicing every day with the plan to go up to this and this happened and they couldn't go out and play. So we, we put a new music book out. That was one thing we had intended to put a new music book out and we're slowly rolling out our sets. We do a tune building process like Dojo does, uh, rolling out our tunes to our members, both with the pipes and the drums. So can we, we, can we bleep Dojo until they send us a check? <laughs> How about I just say Mojo instead of Dojo? <laughs> Fusco will bleep it in post. Schmiper's yeah. Mojo. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'll stop saying that then. Okay. No, yeah, no, 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 I'm just, I'm just screwing with you. Uh, okay, so, so you, guys are, you guys are actually in an, potentially a more precarious position because you are learning new music now? So we're putting new music out, but you know my other concern. I mean, it's one thing to learn the music and send recordings in and play along and have a Zoom session, but I'm really concerned where people are at their instruments because I mean, normally after St. Patrick's Day, we do a teardown of the instruments, rebuild them, get the maintenance going, and uh, you know put that out there. And I've so far I've had one member that said, yeah, I, I need some help with uh, getting something squared away. So I would assume that everyone else's bag is airtight and they go to outer space with it, but we all know that's not the case. Yeah, I'm about to say, we can tell you, I can tell you right now where everyone's maintenance is. Actually, Fusco could tell you right now where everyone's maintenance is. <laughs> in our band? No, in his or ours or anyone. <laughs> <laughs> well, if they're a lower level person, I'm going to guess it's shit. But uh, like, this is what you do, Joe. Send them over to dojouniversity.com. <laughs> Son of a bitch. And uh, <laughs> let them, have them take the transition to bagpipes course version 2.0, which includes the new... Joe Brady met one. It's not new, but new to us. Joe Brady method, and it's, uh, it's all about the first four questions, and uh, then learning to blow your drones to a target. Uh, right, Joe? Uh, right. It's not my method, though. So <laughs> yeah. it's just a method well, that no, I use. Like, uh, we made it famous as the Joe Brady method. We don't care. So fair enough. Fair enough. But you know, one of the things with the instruments, we thought of a way of how do we get members other than to just uh, pick up your instruments, play them, and send us a recording so we could see it or post it to our our band app group. Um, we, we, I talked to the EC this afternoon about contacting local funeral homes, and we know that funeral services have been impacted here in the Raleigh area. Are that you trying family... to take advantage of all the dying people? Well, okay, so not take advantage of, but actually give our, our members an opportunity to go out and play and not charge to go play a funeral. Yeah. Oh, okay. And, and put a piper and outside. And uh, I just think it's, it's the right thing to do, but in doing so, maybe kind of qualify our members to make sure their instruments are where they need to be, and uh, they are where they need to be. And go out and play the funeral. You know, I mean, the families will remember that forever. That's actually a really good idea. Time, the whole family can't get together, so we. So Fusco, you're gonna, gonna put that can, can we Especially can we steal that? Can we steal that idea? Can we do that? Anybody can. I mean, we'll we'll let people know what we're doing and how we're doing it. We're just trying to figure out how to spin this to the funeral homes that they don't think that we're trying to take advantage of. We don't want any money. We just want our members that a lot of them are stuck at home. That if they want to go out for an hour to a local cemetery, because that's where all the services are taking place, our graveside, go out and play Amazing Grace. Yeah. Quick tune, quick tune. Yeah. Hmm. This would eat into my actual life, my actual job, though, wouldn't it? Uh, for you, yes. Yes. Yeah, I'm just trying to do the right thing for the right reasons for my band members, <laughs> getting them out there playing and making sure their instruments are where they need to be. So I think people might take advantage of it. I get it. There's other folks that this is money for them. It's their job, and I don't want to interfere with that either. So. Mm. Well, it's interesting. I've noticed a shit ton of bands like having zoom meetings or whatever online to do band practices and stuff. You can't, you can't do a band practice online. You, yeah, you can't. And I've delayed, like I was like for two weeks, I was just f 
fucking hornswoggled into like trying to figure how out what, I got, do, what yeah. am I going to do here? Because well, and, and you teach at dojo, you know that you can't do a band rehearsal like that. True, so, you know, true. The, but... the way we did it was our, our lead tip, Michael. He uh, he made some great recordings. Uh, we could see him playing, put a metronome on in the background, and uh, went through playing the MSR, played our jigs, and had us play along and comment on where we were having problems with it. Well, here's the thing that I came up with, though, Joe, is it seems like potentially a giant waste of time for for everybody because I ha- we have recording. Assuming your band has recordings of your sets, right? They could do that on their own, right? But we could do that again in a group session like that, but you can only hear one person at a time anyway. Correct. Potentially either playing against the recording or just, hey, I want to play this, you all play with me. But Or whatever automatic noise suppression shit the software has. Well, I'm not even talking about that because you can't listen to each other at the same time at right. all. There's no way. So, but it's it's like, okay, let's go around the table, but one. so what we came up with is we just decided to have one-on-ones where Josh and I split everybody in the band and We'll just do one-on-ones on our normal band practice night for half an hour each and just go through the set, whatever how many How many pipers do you have in the band? 12. All right. Maybe. Yeah, I, I have 48, so. Right, but you have numerous pipe majors and pipe sergeants. Right, and we've been we breaking it two. down, so we've been doing it in smaller sessions, but not one-on-one. It, it Actually, I did a one-on-one today with just one student who was having problems, but uh, that that's, that's well, a lot think to ask. About, that's think, a big ask for your NCOs. I don't know. Think about the other the other side of it, though. Like, your students are sitting there for two hours while you spend 20 minutes with one person. They're listening yeah. to that. Is that a valuable use of their time? Or I mean, well, I, granted, they have nothing else to do. I get that. So, but, so when, when let, let's just say we're face-to-face and we're going around the table, aren't you playing along as you're going around the table? Isn't that what you should be yeah, doing? Yeah, but you, should be, imper- you but if, should be doing if that. If you're yeah, a grade but, five player, grade four player, and you're not that good at like analyzing yourself, is that all that useful without having direct feedback? I mean, maybe it is. I don't know. I'm just, I don't think it, for me, I don't think it would be. The, the thing for me, because like we had this conversation, uh, the two of us, when we talked about the student program and like the, you know, getting new students into the band and trying to kind of moving them through. And I was a big proponent of don't do group lessons because no matter what in a group lesson, no matter how long it is, the vast majority of time is spent on the weakest player. Usually. Yes. So that's why I was trying to like break it up and do like solos only, you know, like, okay, instead of us having four people around the table for an hour and one person's going to get 30, 20 to 30 minutes of attention and repetition because they're the one that's struggling the most how do you kind of break it up and make sure that you get people just here's your, here's your slot, you know, and what you do with it is really on you at that point. I mean, I'm a big proponent of the fact that, and I, I had this with my little group that I was broken into for our Tuesday band practice mm-hmm. of, you know, the great thing about one-on-one is this is your time. It's your time and my time. And there's no hiding. There's no, I'll just let the next person do it. You know, there, there's not really getting out of it. It's like, okay, no, you need to focus. You need to pay attention to ex- explicitly your problems and the things that you're doing incorrectly or correctly. And for fuck's sake, I had to tell people to bring notebooks, like write it down. <laughs> well, that's a whole different thing. I mean, it's part of the problem, I suppose, but I, I see what you're saying. I think one-on-one is, you know, it, I think it's, I think it's faster. I would say that f- Four it's people. more work on the NCOs, Joe. I agree. That's yeah. it's more work up for our point. But we're normally on a Tuesday night or a band practice night. We're there from six to nine anyway. It's no more time than that to get through half my band. And I yeah. think a I think like a individual twenty minute session or thirty minute session has the exact same amount of actual growth and impact as everyone standing around for three hours 
and you only get you, you're still only getting 30 minutes of individual attention when there's 10 other people like potentially that's that's just the way it works that, I, I, that's the struggle I actually don't know the answer but that's the thing I was worried about it's like alright we're gonna stay here for three hours and people are gonna I'm gonna feel through the internet people yeah. rolling their eyes yeah well, no, people, mean, some people have, have the amazing ability to roll their eyes through the internet <laughs> about how like painfully well, inefficient and also also people t- have a tendency to hide right like well, they hide in band rehearsal though too. Whether it's band rehearsal or online lessons, members are going to hide. It, it's if you get someone that is, let's say, the weakest link in that circle in that on that call at that time, you know, bypass that person and work with them separately for twenty minutes. Cut well, out the middleman. Work we, with everyone separately. We just did it. Yeah. We just went. We, right into we just assumed. We just assumed that we had to work with everyone separately. Plus, yeah. it's a great opportunity because okay, so everything's fucked, right? We have nowhere to be for the next four months. So Our season's over. So like, okay, let's take, like I took it, my group, like, all right, play everything and let's take you back to the beginning of the fundamentals that are important. Yeah. What do we care about? Which is the same mantra we've been saying for two years as far as playing to the beat, playing with good expression and, and cleanly, essentially. Right. Yeah, but not, at the, at the not, same time, are you giving your band members a target of what we're going to do next? I mean, fun, fundamentals is great, but what are they playing for? At this point, probably concert. To be honest, I have yeah. no idea. But at this concert. point, the next thing is probably going to be the November concert. Have you rolled out any new music? Not yet, but we're working on it. We were going right. to do it after this season was over. <laughs> right, so now I'm in scramble mode. But it's also a great chance for me to readjust things in the MSR medley and various yeah. other sets. Because I've been writing music, not writing it myself, but I've been rearranging and whatever to put stuff out. But it's like, it's all happening so fast. I can only get yeah. it done so no, fast. No, I understand. Yeah. So, I mean, just breaking it up, uh, it... it Ken, Ken Groot has been putting out recordings of our grade three, just different phrases. The phrase that pays or the phrase of the day. He's been putting these out, telling us to play along with them. You know, mm-hmm. whether it's a run in the Strass Bay or a middle part of the march, he's been telling us to focus on certain things so that those are practice points for us each day. And that's our grade three band, and he's doing that. So we're doing similar things with the general band music as well. Like, like what? Like general band is a big difference from grade three. So like, uh, well, you... I mean, but we're, we're treating it the same way. We're giving them phrases to work with or a line to work with. Okay. That's, that's interesting. Or, even, or even tune building the tune. Well, and this is like one of the things that I ran into when I had my solo people was, I feel like I'm saying the same stuff over and over again. This is why, this is why I flipped out on everyone over bringing a goddamn pen. Was I... People unprepared blows my fucking <laughs> like, mind. And like, so, <laughs> you know, like I'm saying the same stuff. You're at I'm, home and you don't even have a pen. I'm saying, I'm saying, uh, why aren't you, you know, do you practice with a metronome? No. Why? I've been telling you to do that for 52 weeks. Like, are you breaking things down into smaller pieces? Are you just taking just the one part you're screwing up and not, not the whole line or the whole tune? Well, as Joe says, the phrase, just the line, play, the phrase nah, the just play the thing that you're having trouble with. And so I've had, I had people when I was uh, Skyping with them, I was like, literally circle just this thing, play that thing 110 times, then put it back. Yeah. So that, so then why not? And make I mean, a recording? and that's it's not he's probably not alone. So why not make a recording, post that to your group and say, everybody work on this today. And it goes out every day at noon and then have another phrase the next day at noon. Do you ever, f- that, but I have a question ahead. for you, Joe. Yeah. Joe does not lose his heart no matter what. He I know. Not, he, that's why he never, ever loses. You know, that's not true. That's do, not do you know what? True. But you never let it be public. That's here's, the difference. Here's why I hate having, here's why <laughs> I, I hate I having cry. Joe I mean, on the I show. I go to the closet and cry sometimes. <laughs> the reason, the reason Ask that I, Seth, he'll tell you. <laughs> the reason that I absolutely hate having Joe on the show. He's so goddamn positive. Is he's, he's such a good person. 
that every he's such a good person and such a positive person that every time he's on the show, it makes me feel like even more of a piece of shit oh, than I'm I already such an am. Asshole. I would love to be in Joe's band because he's so inspirational all the fucking time. But it, it also, makes me crazy. but it also, <laughs> it recharges my battery a little bit. Sometimes. You know, yeah, like, yeah, like Joe recharges my battery a little bit. It, uh, but and uh, going back to when this whole thing started, I'm not kidding. I was in a fog for four days. Like after St. Patrick's Day hit and we didn't get together, I didn't know what to do or tell my members. I was yeah. literally in a fog. I feel you, man. I was the same. Yeah. I was like, just fucking. But also, do you guys ever feel like we're in a losing battle where it's like, okay, at what point do I have to break this down so far? Like, if I'm if I have to make sure everyone's on the same platform for me to send you a video of one phrase of one yes. tune once a week. Yes. Then yes, what the hell are we even doing this for? Like, remember, you remember what Callum said when he was on but the it show? It works different for everybody. Like, you remember when Callum said that everyone's just too goddamn coddled? Like, he he just freaking. Bay! Bay! <laughs> no, that was Colin. Not Colin. Callum. No, Ca- Callum. Callum. Oh, Callum. sorry. Not Colin. Yeah, Callum Beaumont. <laughs> Callum Beaumont, when he was on the show, was just like, he's like, guys, you guys are you guys are just making this way too complicated. Just sit down and play the fucking music. <laughs> Yeah, but that's well, yeah. There's that, that. I mean, but, but there's also the other. I, hey, listen, the, I, the other side of that is I have arrangements. I have different arrangements for different levels in the tune. I mean, I have some tunes where we've scrubbed out some of the grace notes, watered it down, the veggie version to blend. That's interesting. And, and from the top down, I think that's okay as long as you can blend and play together. And and again, going back to what Doogie said, with you know, strip out the grace notes and play the notes in time. Yeah, that's the fundamental, isn't it? But it's it's just interesting. Like, okay, so when do you when do you add that back in? Like, at what point? Okay, here's here's a more existential question. At, at what point are you bastardizing the music down to the player so far so that you can have a you can field a competitive or performing band that that why are you doing it anymore at that? Well, point? isn't the focus to get them to learning how to play the bagpipes first and, and and maybe not focus on a competitive band or a game a contest? Yeah, but learning to play the bagpipes isn't I mean, and this is this is up for debate, and I'm interested in everyone's opinion. But learning to play the bagpipes doesn't necessarily mean spending five years playing everything without embellishments. I agree. So where is is it a happy middle ground? What do you guys think? I'm interested because you guys both teach a lot more than I do. I, I and me, I'm I'm trying. I, I I'm I'm being for, forced to teach more than I usually do, and I hate teaching. So I'm trying I, to learn as much as I can from good teachers. I, I, in a band setting, for us, if you can blend, if we can have you blend. And it's not going to hurt us. Is there harm in that? Do you, so? How do you unblend? Like, are you setting the bar too low, or do they keep working? Do you have people that are just continuously working hard to not have to play the veggie version? No, you you actually you absolutely have to build back the embellishments and the and the grace notes. You have to build them back in. Does the but, but you, does you the person? That, but if you have a student that can't understand a sixteenth note phrase, a dot cut of how it goes, because there's a G grace note and D grace note in between. Strip the grace notes out. Get them playing the sixteenth note phrase correctly, and then build those notes back in. Okay. Does that impetus come from the teacher, or from the student, in your opinion? I think it comes to both. I mean, haven't you, as a student, had light bulb moments with parts of tunes where first, you know what, I'm going to take this doubling out and play just a G grace note until I can get that in right in time, and the G grace notes landing on the beat, and then I bring the doubling back in, where I could do it cleanly on my practice chanter and then migrate it to the bagpipe. What do you What do you think, Fusco? I'm a recent conversion, well, relatively recent conversion of this. Like, I used to think, well, if you're going to just do it, do it right from the beginning. But I also I also have learned that the, what I call building the bridge method of start with something 
Okay, so like starting with learning to play the pipes with the scale, right? And then learning grace notes and then playing good rhythm, which is where people really start to fall apart is the struggle. Yeah. Rhythm well, and in classic, in like normal education, it was completely skipped over for the most correct, part. Like correct. nobody understood rhythm. came first. Yeah, nobody Almost, understood well, that second. rhythm was important until way later. Very recently. And, I, and I'm of the other side where Joe's talking about where play grace notes and play good rhythm and I can push you. Nobody's going to fucking know. I'm, and I'm okay with that because I need my band to be big and I need people to show up to fucking gigs. Uh, and I'm okay with that. <laughs> so, and there's other people like, but I, that doesn't mean you're not teaching them embellishments along the way. But as you move forward, you're, you're playing your pipes over here with good grace notes and good rhythm. Hopefully, assuming you're learning well, that you're working. Well, yeah, you're assuming a lot, but you're working your embellishments and stuff along the way. But eventually those two things will merge and you'll add them back in. You can do it one at a time. You can add like, all right, what's what's our biggest embellishment struggle, or what's our what's the first thing we're successful at? Maybe it's doublings, or maybe it's the opposite. Maybe it's dethrows and burls, whatever. But you're working those, and then you add the burls back into tunes, right? And mm-hmm. then you add a you know six months down the road as they're improving their doublings to create good rhythm, they're throwing those back in, and they can still play a lap bass app or good dot cut patterns I'm just, to the I'm, beat. I'm just imagining these transparency sheets where you have like a, a veggie version of the music as Joe calls it and you flip over a sheet it's, it's, and some grace notes come in and you flip over another sheet and like some that. embellishments yeah. come yeah, in. Actually, I, like I do have sets of music like that for students. That wouldn't surprise me at all. I am a bit, I'm, I've definitely converted to that point because in the end what matters is you get a band out there. All I care about is that their tone is good and they're playing good rhythm. Yeah. That's the biggest thing for me. So I have well, a question. It has, it has to be musical too. So and that that's it comes in. You can't have you can't well, go out pl- there playing minstrel boy with no grace notes. No, but if you're playing grace notes and good rhythm, you're going to be musical. I well, this leads into. I have a question. You may not be pulsing, but who gives a shit? I have a question for both Fair of enough. you, and we'll go in reverse order. We'll go Fusco first, then Joe. Um, what do you do when you have someone that's in that spot? where they are learning rhythm and therefore the music they're playing is pretty dumbed down and then they have to cover a solo gig. You, I would never put them in that position. You I just agree. never have them play? I would just not do the gig. So I, I would be okay with somebody playing a gig with just grace notes, assuming they had a, they could produce decent sound and knew how we, to tune themselves. And yeah, lots of the other thing is tuning and tone and you know a lot of our focus has been tone and blowing. So you got to treat the instrument separately because the practice channel is one instrument. The bagpipe's a different instrument. Correct. Absolutely correct. So, but again, my, my philosophy for a lot of my students versus the band is I'm trying to convert the band into this, but it's very hard because people are all already along a path. But from a student perspective, it's a hundred percent about rhythm and tone more than yeah. anything else. Um, and it's the hardest you, part you, to you, teach. You couldn't play in front of a judge without embellishments. But if you go out in front of a judge and play with and play a two four march in grade four and you come back clean but too slow, I'm as happy. You're probably as, gonna win too. I'm as happy as can be. You might win that thing. Or whatever. Like that's the last thing you're worried about is uh, if you can play steady and your instrument sounds good. Because what is the thing we bitch about on this show constantly? What's the biggest thing on the fail of the week that always shows up? Is like <laughs> people that just yeah. sound absolutely yeah. terrible, not because well, of their fingering, because they can't fucking make. Well, like, I mean, and I, I don't know. I don't know if we brought this up on the show, but like one of the last band, one of the last like two or three weeks of band practices we had, I was working with a student level member from six to seven. And the biggest thing was I, like, he opens his case and I was like, well, why are your drones all together in your case? And he's like, well, once they're tuned, I just put them in the case. 
Yeah, we've so, all so dealt with let me this. let me ask you this then: When that student got their bagpipes, did you not show them how to take their bagpipes apart, put uh, them together, take them apart, put them together, put them in the pipe case? No, no. This guy, this guy had been playing service band level for years, and then yeah, but, I mean, moved you and didn't came reset to reset them to the to the way or assimilate them into the processes that you guys use. Yes, I think I know who you're talking about. N- no, but gently. Let's put it that way, Joe. Okay. So because I was not gentle. No. Well, Josh is never <laughs> gentle. That's that's true. But it's like, funny. I'm not. I'm not gentle at band rehearsal. You you think I am, but I'm. I mean, I'm not. Not I'm a, a band rehearsal, but like, you're talking about. We're talking about pre-band rehearsal. Not they're not sitting there wasting our time. Well, I, I mean, they're wasting in, Josh's time. Well, sometimes I don't realize it too. <laughs> like you know, in this case, like I, I I show up. I'm on. I'm on time. So that person was there early, and they're playing whatever. I'm like, okay, cool. Like let's let's get a quick tune in. It took me weeks to figure out this person didn't know how to tune their drums. Why did it take you so long to figure that out? Because they were close enough. I just figured they were bad at it. And then I saw them put their pipes away, and I'm like, what are you doing? And he's like, well, I just leave it together, and that way I pull it out and play I was like, yeah, no, we no, all, that's not right. We've all been through that. But that's to me, that's more But as a band, do you guys go through a tuning process? Do you go through the same routine every week with the tuning process? Yes. Not Yeah, but our student period is not the same as our band you should do it the same. Yeah. It, it well, the, same. The, the difference is sometimes students are there. Sometimes students aren't there. Sometimes someone shows up for one week and never comes back. Sometimes people show up regularly. Like I will tell well, you this, keep, Joe, I would keep the it is always the same though. for me. Always. So like, yeah. remember I pulled this guy aside. Remember I pulled in the other room a couple weeks ago or three weeks, uh, a month ago. Fuck. It's been so long. <laughs> and I, all I had him do was dude, prove that me that you can tune your fucking drones. Cause I'm tired of this shit. And I, but I, and I had taught it to him. And I want you to go through the process. It's learning the process and doing it over and I over. I did it with again. him too. You were talking about the same person. It doesn't mean that they're repping at home. You've got to rep them all the time. Yeah. I, I think, think, we, I think that we they need, know how to rep. Whatever you do at band, you have to do the same process. I think we need to have like we need to have like two two different sessions of like, okay, if you're a brand new zero player, you take the intro conversation that here's 30 minutes. Here's what I want you to do. Here's what's expected of you. Here's what we're going to do. And if you've been playing, but playing wrong for eight years, a second session of like, okay, I here's I understand what you are. Here's how we run practice. Here's how we do this. Here's how we do this. Here's how we do hey, this. And now's a perfect time to do that, to formalize that. Correct. Correct. Absolutely. Because I, it's, it's amazing to me when I show up and I'm just like, and, and granted it's all, it's also my own, it's my own naivete where I'm like, what do you mean? Who taught you? Why do you not know this? Which is why I well, it's, it's not always learning to teach always, the hard way. To a certain extent, you can blame the teacher, but also you can't because they probably told them this, and then they but, just didn't listen. But whether mm, they just didn't rep it, they didn't nah. force the system. Oh, trust over me, and I over and over. I spent I spent the vast majority of my Skype lessons on Tuesday telling people to play with a metronome and write down the things I'm telling them. <laughs> no, I. That's and, fair. And gosh, those different methods work for different people. That's why you have to layer it. I have some people that want video, some that want audio, some that just want sheet music. So you, you have to layer it and provide all those all those things for them. But you also, isn't that what Callum differently. was talking about? Like, you yeah, guys, you also you have to you also have to keep in mind that I you know like, I have to try to make money. I can't spend eight hours a day recording videos for piping. Well, I, I understand. I understand. And, and you got to rely on other people to help you do it and throttle it out. You don't have to do it all at once. You could do it a set at a time or a tune at a time. Build it out. But I mean, to the point with Callum, I mean, he's naturally talented. I don't know how much he has to fight for every note or every measure or every line. I do. And I have to rep it to get it right. I mean, I see other people pick up music and they have it memorized instantaneously. Does it irritate me? Yeah. But they're, they're naturally yeah, but talented. Joe, when did you pick up the pipes? How old were you? 
I was nine, and at nine, well, I you, should be a grade one piper, right? I should be great. Yeah, you, but you I, should be much better than you are. <laughs> no, I suck. Man, yeah, did you ever see a parallel? You know, what, you know what, though? Joe was probably a reasonably good-looking teenager, and he probably spent zero time practicing, <laughs> probably most of his time finger-banging whores in wow. I was in the seminary. Let's not forget that. Okay? <laughs> you, ever, you, ever, you ever see, like, a parallel between, like, Joe and, like, Van? You remember Van? Oh, yeah. Who was, like, the nice guy who, like, would really work the reps with everyone and, like, really go through it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but wait, what is your, sorry, I missed No, I was just saying, do you ever see the parallel between those two people? Oh, very, very, oh, yeah, very similar. But they had infinite patience. And sometimes that's really important. Also, sometimes. I keep getting people messaging in the chat that are saying Joe was a real cunt when he was a pipe maker. (laughs) And it's funny, even to this today at band practice, you know, we'd go into the hall and people go, what mood is Joe in? (laughs) <laughs> like that's going to set the tone of rehearsal. Literally, that's going to set the Dude, tone. Dude, I had a talking to once. This was years ago by a, some uh, people in the band, a, yeah. fam, a family that you know. Oh, yeah. And I, I got I to sit down with these people once talking about like we – and they, they like sort of told me they're like, listen, we walk in and we're like, oh, God, what mood is, is Fusco in today? Because they don't know what they're gonna, how they're going to react to me, right? Which is so – perfect because that's exactly correct like that's what you want if well i don't know i don't know because what ends up motivating people in the end i don't know well and I, the thing I'm fucking clueless like the thing for me like we had this we talked about this on the show but we had this uh like you know before pandemic like two or three weeks before pandemic where you walked in and i was yelling at everyone and throwing things and like i'm did i throw things no i threw oh, things yeah, yeah. I and, I it, and it was like you know i'm usually pretty chill but like it's whatever it takes to get through to a person right like, okay, if I'm really calm and I'm really even and I'm telling you what's going on and you're just not absorbing it, I'll kick a chair over and be like, are you fucking <laughs> listening now? Like, have I have I, have I, I attracted your attention to the words that are coming out of my mouth? Part of that is youth, though. You have that youth of the end. It just depends. It just depends. Like, like, you know, if I've told you the same thing four times calmly and then I throw a chair and you get it right. You know, then you found the method that works it for that validates person. Your every <laughs> every student learns differently, right? Like well, I had a like yeah. when I was doing solo lessons here, I had a student who like had a lot of PTSD and stuff, and being very calm, being very forgiving, like like hey, you know, like don't worry about it, don't freak out, just try it again. Guess what? Everyone screws it up. Just keep going. Like that worked for that person. I had another person that was like a younger dude where I was like, what the fuck are you doing right now? Are you, you wasting my time? You're wasting your money. What's going on? <laughs> and they, that worked for that guy. Yeah. But you've got to be the kind of teacher that can adapt quickly. And re- you got to be, you got to be like metamorpho, man. You got to be like fucking Jack Lee who will tell, or actually I would say more Seamus. Seamus is really good at, Seamus is better at it. Seamus is really good Jack at. Is kind of the same he's a, he's always yeah, nice. Seamus, to Seamus flips quickly, which is Seamus is really good <laughs> at like telling like the the more newer the more new players in our band like oh that's okay you got it no worries man just try it again and then telling me like what the oh, fuck you are you stuck. doing right now yeah, yeah. He, he threw like a tuner at you <laughs> yeah or yeah like what the fuck are you doing right now come on get it fucking right I'm like yeah. all right like. Well, you know, but he was he, he right he or wrong. He is good at that, though. Yeah, without a doubt, he is good at that. And different, Jack, dude, different strokes for no, different. No folks. one wants to see Jack upset, though, right? I mean, seeing Jack mad is. But Jack is like that unsettling. perfect father figure. That you don't want to see him disappointed. I, I would bet SFU. He he probably. Oh, I guarantee yeah, he loses his yeah, shit. I would love to see a victim. No, folks. I, I bet it happens. I've just never. Oh seen no, it. They, they've come out and said it. You you don't want to piss Jack off. Yeah, Jack's the one you worry about, not Terry. Right yeah. back in the day, but that see, was the that's the reputation <laughs> I'm trying to cultivate among students: is you don't want to piss Josh off, so do your homework. Like, 
I, I want to be the disappointed father. I think I play that role well, except that I get so angry. <laughs> I want to be I want to be the, I will literally just tell you to walk out and go home. <laughs> Please go home. Yeah. Oh, it's such a it's fine like, line. Well, that, that's that's where the that's where the sit down. You had the idea of the sit down and play your chainer thing, which I immediately latch onto. Like this is great because I don't have to tell him to go home. I just have to tell him to play chainer. Right. It's like yeah, yeah sit the fuck down, play your chainer. Yeah. <laughs> and you do that. You well. obviously you obviously don't know it. So, <laughs> what style is Groot? I'm curious. Ken's teaching style. Yeah. <sighs> um, he wants to get the best out of you. There's no doubt about it, and he knows what everyone's kind of limitations are. And he will tell you, hey, listen, if there's a Pele here, we're not going to play it because as a group, we wouldn't be able to play it best together. So Ken really focuses on what's best for the band. And it's an interesting dynamic between him and our lead tip. Uh, and, and again, different, you know, Ken's a boomer and Michael's not. And watching them come together and do what's best for the group as a whole, it just, it's, a, it's a neat dynamic. So is he more uh, the patient type? Is he more the lose it type? No, he's extremely patient. Michael is the loser type, and uh, in a sense, that it's a good balance. What yeah. about what about Katie? Um... He's Yoda. <laughs> yes, Groot Yoda. <laughs> what about um fucking Dalton though? How's Dalton is man. Dalton is so chill. He's a goddamn hippie. Um, he's one of those dirty. Yeah, hippies. but watching Dalton get, I mean, Dalton gets <laughs> mad, and when you see him getting mad, it's like does he get real quiet? Yeah. yeah, I like that. Type. But I mean, he gets mad, but Dalton is so chill about everything. And again, Dalton's the, the same thing. He just wants the best out of people and doesn't want to call people out. And I mean, no one wants, no one wants to be the jag off heavy, heavy handed person in the room. You know, they leave that for, for Josh or Joe Brady, I guess. <laughs> um, or Seamus. <laughs> Seamus uh, yeah. Joe, I'm sending you a virtual fist bump because it's not an <laughs> yeah, easy job, I, but someone has to do it. But yeah, you, you, well, you need a little bit of a balance, right? And uh, Dalton, Dalton will send, send somebody out and say, fix their pipes. You know, um, it, it's, you try to enable the people as much as you can. You know, you color code if there are drones having a problem, tell them to fix it, and they come back the next week and they didn't fix it, and it's got to get fixed, right? And that's aggravating to him. I could see it. It wears him down, especially as a young pipe major. It, it will wear the shit out of you. I'll tell you this. Here's a conversation I've had with Ozzy Broad quite a few times over the last month, especially since all of this shit hit the fan, right? Because, one, we've been trying to figure out the band that shall not be named, like how we're going to proceed like yeah. and keep people moving and whatnot, right? And people are definitely going through things. In in Vegas, like, everything's shut down. So, like, like literally you cannot walk into a casino anywhere on the Strip. If everything's it, closed, if, right? If it was and all over... A lot of our people work for these places. So they cannot... They literally do not have jobs. And right? if it was all over tomorrow and there was a gig in May, we couldn't afford to go. Right. I could never ask somebody, like, hey, yeah. we're, hey, guess what? We're going to Costa Mesa. Like, no. Like, we'd have to front it or no, we're fucked. It's not going to happen. But... So we're dealing with that one, but two is, oh fuck, what was my point? <laughs> Where's it going with this? Uh, I don't actually know. I have no fucking clue. Well, I could say this in dealing with people and dealing with personalities. A lot of our members, they're scared. You know, you used the phrase earlier, the fear of missing out, the FOMO. I and mean, we have some people that are generally anxious and watching other people around them be anxious really just magnifies it for them. Oh. So this is hard for oh, them yeah. right now. And there's oh, people yeah. that are just downright sad about this because they don't know what's next, whether or not they have a job or they're just being at home and you know, taking care of their kids. This, this you're right, Andy, to your point, in Vegas, everywhere, people are going to lose their jobs. And when they lose their oh, jobs, they they're it's not going to be able to come to band practice. Oh, yeah. No, this is definitely happening. Like, it, this, that was my point. You, you I'm wearing sweatpants right now, like, now, man. I'm unemployed. <laughs> like, it sucks. Like, literally, I met with four or five people on our Tuesday night practice half an hour at a time. And, like, one of the four, I would say, was pretty chill. 
And the rest of them were like, yeah, I'm kind of fucked. Like, I don't know where my life is going to go from here. I might move to Mexico. I might move yeah. to fucking... I mean, <laughs> we're gonna, I don't know. Or invest band money in cots. And everyone's going to be living <laughs> in my front room. Like, where I'm gonna are people going to be seven, living? I'm going to have seven people living on cots in my front room. And I'll be playing Xbox in the There's office. definitely, like, people like, where am I going to be living two months from now? Like, they don't know. Like, there's such a thing going on, right? Dude, to, to, I'll tell you what, though. As soon as the six to 10 person rule is removed and uh, everyone is out of a home and has to live on cots at my house. Those motherfuckers are going to be practicing every <laughs> day. We're going to have band every practice every day. day. Could you imagine how great band would be if we practice every day? If we're practicing <laughs> every day in my 1000 square foot home. Yes. <laughs> That's going to be awesome. It's going to be fantastic. Your neighbors are going to love it. The quartet yeah, is I mean, going to be even, awesome. even, even before the lockdowns went into play where we couldn't have large gatherings, we went in the band, our grade three went and had a practice in the park. You know, yeah. we went outside and had a band practice and then they shut it down that no, no groups could even come together anymore. And, you right. know, we kind of want to abide by that. So we've, we've kind of gotten all over the place with uh, what are we going to do during quarantine? I'm actually interested and, and it's going to be a longer episode. I'm interested in both of your opinions on uh, what do you guys predict? And, you know, predictions are obviously slightly useless right now. But what do you guys predict as the best case and worst case scenario for the U.S. season until the end of the year? Uh, Let's start with Fusco. Best case scenario? Um, Best case scenario is they give us our money back. And (laughs) we have $300 more to not do anything with. Um, but uh, I'm, I really, this is a thing I discussed with many, many a whore is what is the end game? Like where, where are we going with this in the end? It would be nice to know that like, obviously we don't know, like maybe this will be over in six months. Maybe it won't, but like, okay. April is fucked, right? Every, every state in the union has basically said April and may, by the way, well, not every state. We've only been extended through April, right? We haven't been told through May. But it's, it's coming. It's, it's, it's coming. coming. We it's know actually, it. It's actually coming through June. But it's coming. But we know that, right? But still, okay, so we got to go through April. Okay, we're all going to be socially distanced for fucking April and probably May. Like, wh- at what point do, does, do we release the fucking Kraken? <laughs> you know, like we have no idea. So people are losing their minds about like, all right, how long is this going to go on for? Because we, it's not like this is the first time we've ever had a major outbreak of something. Right. Yeah. I mean, especially downtown well, Vegas herpes. at least. Right. Well, I was, a, I was ground zero for that. What was that Joe? <laughs> I said since 1918, right. <laughs> or whatever. SARS happened. Right. And they contained it. No. But like how, yeah, how overboard not, do we have SARS to go? Was, SARS was nothing like this. Right. And, and this is, this is a double whammy because it's, it's the economy and, and it's our health. More importantly, it's our health. Right. So those two things are going to impact everything. And to, to be planning, I, there's there's no plans. All these contests and even the organizations, they're doing the right thing. They're canceling it for the for the right reasons. And we have to see. We don't. We can't even see the light at the end of the tunnel to know if it's a train coming at us or if it's an exit. Right. Correct. That's so, that's the thing that I'm that I'm worried about is that we have there's no end in sight. So, so there's no way to plan for anything. Well, well and no, I, I I'm not talking about you, just you, fucking you just games. Plan for Who your gives band? a shit about the games? I'm well, not talking about performances. No, like, like I'm talking about me- people's individuals, mental state. yeah, and stuff like and like the thing you run into is like okay, like what's the first priority right now? Don't die. 
what's the yeah. second what's the second priority don't go broke right because that's a significant if part you're, of this people if you're the most diehard pipe band aficionado that may be your third priority right now maybe but like, think about like okay everybody assumes pipe band is a hobby like 80% of people right it's not like a way of life like, it's it a lifestyle it's a lifestyle I get it but okay like we have certain band members who are like I, I may move back to fucking Mexico yeah, that's I, gonna happen. That's like gonna people happen. are gonna fucking leave. People are gonna lose yeah. their jobs. People are gonna, gonna leave. lose their job. Like, They're not gonna be able to afford to come down here. We got people in Utah that come down from us. We got oh yeah, people man. That, like are not necessarily U.S. citizens that play with, or come from fucking Arizona or whatever. They're not gonna be able to afford. Hey, this Ari- shit. Arizonians are U.S. citizens. They're not gonna. All right? well, okay. <laughs> For now, until they <laughs> in, until they inevitably secede. Barely, but we're gonna. Chances are, every band in the nation is gonna lose people. They're out of towners. People are gonna be able to travel. We can't afford shit. The economy matters. You can't, Andy, you can't start thinking about that right now, any of this, right? Because there is no light at the end of the tunnel on this right now because we don't know. And there's that's a, okay. There's okay a light, but like know. you said, we don't know if it's a train right. or any or So, so know, I think the, the thing to do right now is to try to find some some semblance of normal for, for your band. And that's all you could focus is on in your band and yeah, your but people. but what if you right? hate uh, your fucking band? <laughs> <laughs> what if what? 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 <laughs> Like, what do you do then, Joe? Yeah, at least we're live. At least we got several members of our <laughs> band in the audience. There's certain people, trust me, I, I'm exaggerating for effect, but it doesn't hold untrue. Like, let me tell you, let me give you a fucking thing that pissed me off this motherfucking week, right? Why don't you go ahead and tell us, Andy? Oh, I'm going to tell you fucking what happened, right? So, you, all right. Did you even... Oh, it's empty. Oh, you emptied your... Oh, I'm You fucked. emptied your allotment. Yeah. I'm completely fucked. I got to teach in an hour. <laughs> So uh, I think Dougie's in here. I'm fucked. So um, here's what I was thinking, right? So our band practice week, we finally got the Pipers back together. Keep I organized mind, you can't get everything. fired. As Pipe Major and Drum Sergeant, I organized. I mean, you can, but don't get I fired. I organized pipe practice. I organized drum practice. I organized tenor practice. Everything, right? So our drum instructor, who out of the goodness of his heart, who really enjoys our people, was like, all right, I'm going to Skype with our guys on Tuesday. We haven't had practice in like three weeks. <clears throat> One of the three of them, all right, I, I send a message out to everybody on Monday. Like, all right, we're going to practice. This guy's going to practice with us 730 on Zoom or whatever the fuck it was on Tuesday. Our usual practice night, which is everybody's home all day. They're not yeah, doing there's, anything. There's nothing going on. But guess what? You know Tuesday nights. Guess what? You're used to that feeling at least, right? So I don't hear from any of them. Monday, I send a message Monday. We're going to practice with this guy on Tuesday at 7.30. Okay, great. No, I hear nothing from anybody other than one of the three. Tuesday night, like a half an hour before, I'd like, hey, does anybody need anything from me before this happens? One guy writes back, oh, um, blah, blah, blah. Uh, should I be there? But I don't have any of my stuff with me. The other guy never responds. Half an hour later, he responds, oh, I can use Zoom, but blah, 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 whatever, right? I'm like, you motherfuckers. One of the three of you showing up for this. And this you only guy had one out of who's three? doing this out of the goodness of his fucking heart. Granted, he's... Oh, you're talking about for drums. Drums. I'm talking about drummers. But you guys can't fucking show up or at least tell us a day Wait, before that you're was this a Kyle class? Yes. Oh. I was pissed. Oh, yeah. Super pissed. Yeah, because Kyle... One, because it's embarrassing Kyle's to is, me. Kyle's time's worth and, a lot. And, yeah. and Andrew, Our this instru- is when all of this COVID stuff is still going on and you're pissed. 
Yes, because you it, don't tell me you can't fucking communicate and tell me you're not okay, coming a day y- before. You're right, but you don't know what's going on in people's head. I mean, Andy. Dude, I do not care. Communication takes 10 seconds. Stop in the table. The mic are attached to the table. 10 Just seconds, clap your hands Joe. It takes 10 fucking seconds to say, I know, on I Monday, know. I can't make it. Oh, I'm not going to bring my shit. I don't know what's going on. Bullshit, dude. That is bullshit to me. Because not only does this guy show up out of the goodness of his heart, he does it fucking free. For fucking free. And also, too, like, don't waste anybody's time. Just tell me you're not coming and we'll reschedule for next week. Don't tell me 20 minutes before when he's sitting on fucking Skype waiting for you guys to show up. That's bullshit. Like, what are you guys doing that's so important that you cannot communicate with me within 24 hours? I don't think it's necessarily what they're doing. It's where they're at. I do not care, man. maybe, Maybe emotionally where they're at, too, where they're at in their own head. But that's a problem, man. That's emotional strength. And that's... That's pussy well, bullshit, man. All right, like, let's go. You, can, you I cannot tell me that you're not let's coming. Go, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. That's bullshit. Let's go. Simmer down, simmer down. Oh, I'm fucking pissed. No, no, wait, 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 wait. Because <laughs> here's what I need you to understand. Right. I need you to understand that we did this wrong. Are you ready? I'm ready. Are we recording now? <laughs> all right, so this is what happened, right? So oh, I, I went through the process of setting up a drum practice with our drum instructor, who is from out of state, who's a very... Excellent it's gonna be drummer. our first ever live. He's the most excellent dubstep drummer. ramp. Yeah, so tell me, give me like ten seconds. And so he, I went through the process of setting him up, and like, hey guys, we're gonna have this practice on seven thirty on Tuesday. I gave it them this warning on Monday, and guess what fucking happened? On fucking Tuesday, twenty minutes before it all happened, I'm like, I, I don't have my stuff with me. I'm at this place. I don't have any drumsticks. What the fuck world are you living in that you don't have drumsticks with you at every given time of a your life? Where there's a pandemic going on? Pandemic, Joe. We're all stuck at home, dude. Guess what? You're not. Guess what you have? I bet Joe Brady's got drumsticks at his fucking house right now. I've got drumsticks. I don't know about you, Josh. You probably I do, do too. I do have drumsticks. right over fucking there. You could show up. And where's this third guy who never communicates until a half an hour after this happens? Hey. Oh, by the way, I do have Zoom. Hey-o. Like, hey. Why didn't you tell us within the last 24 hours that, oh, yes, I'm working on saving my company? That's understandable, man. Just fucking communicate with the rest of us so we don't waste this third guy's problem, time, who's giving it because he's got nothing else to do with himself. Oh, that's fair. Okay. We'll just fuck with him. That's fair. Back back to Josh's point. Am I healthy? Do I have a job? I have to take care of my hierarchy of needs. And guess what? Pipe band's not at the top. Uh, it's bullshit. That's me. okay. No, communicating it's bullshit, to it's okay. Ha- pipe band not being a priority is okay. Not communicating that is not okay. When you had 24 hours to tell us that you weren't going to be there. <laughs> I like I like uh, this comment. Uh, smoke a J, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's fair. <laughs> Joe, come on, man. Like communication is not that difficult. These I, days. I don't disagree, but communication is two way, right? And uh, sometimes you sending an email or sending a Facebook message isn't I the s- way to do it. I sent you know, a you, fucking band app message. No, I sent don't, a text. Don't. I mean, band app, text, text sometimes email. Sometimes don't tell me you don't people. know how to use a fucking text message in these days and day and age, Joe. Come sometimes on, Sometimes you gotta man. call people. You know that. Call people. Call oh, wow. people. God forbid I gotta talk to a human <laughs> being. Oh my <laughs> god. Talk to a person. Oh my so, god. So guys, while while I've got you both wound, tighter tighter than a tick's asshole. I'm not wound. Uh, here's my question. I gotta find my pen. What the <laughs> fuck is going on with poutine? Fucking poutine. Hey, it's Friday night poutine night at the Brady House. Listen, man. Joe, tell us about your perfect poutine. Uh, well, I, so I, I 
I have a perfect poutine, but how about I digress and tell you about a poutine that that went wrong, but I just wanted to do something different. Okay. And that was <laughs> that was macaroni and poutine. <laughs> <laughs> like macaroni cheese, like craft. Yeah, so it was macaroni and cheese. Uh, the macaroni was the French fries, and I had the poutine sauce and and the cheese curds. Well, uh, so poutine sauce. So- by poutine sauce, you mean shite brown gravy. Oh no, I have a I have a band member from Quebec that uh, brings me down, smuggles down cans of poutine sauce. Interesting. It just it literally says poutine sauce on the label. Well, I mean it's it's a name brand. I don't want to. I don't want to. What is poutine sauce? Sponsor. I actually don't know. Like I don't know what the brown gravy it's, is. Is it like it's typical uh, American brown gravy? Yeah, it's, or no? it's like it's like turkey drippings and moose jizz. But much <laughs> much tastier than the turkey dressings. I'm not going to comment on the on the on the moose jizz there, Andy. Don't you know? I didn't say that. Josh said that. But oh, Josh, sorry. I I've confuse had... you two sometimes. We <laughs> look so much alike. Pulled pork and Canadian and poutine. Yeah, I've had had pulled pork and, and poutine. But uh, just uh, tonight, uh, you know, got some French fries from uh, what? What is that? Uh, we could buy their frozen French fries. The uh, Orida? No, it's a chain store. Five, oh, not five guys. I have no idea. Five guys. Shake Shack. Shake oh, Shake Shack. Shack. Oh, they so I got sell some French Shake, fries? Shake Shack fries, and uh, gonna gonna put some some poutine sauce on there, and yeah, it, it's different than just brown gravy, though. It's I can't explain it. It's definitely different. It, it, I've had it. I had it once yeah. when I was in Montreal back in the fall, and I'm and everybody who talked about how great poutine is. Is that like it, a, is that a euphemism? Fries, gravy and curds, and but the thing they talk is, is about, eating poutine a sex euphemism in Canada? Is that, is that, <laughs> it could be. Is that something I need to know? <laughs> it wasn't in this case, but it was literally <laughs> eating fries with brown gravy and cheese, essentially, <laughs> which is not unheard of. Except that the it's very important that the curds are. How do they describe it? Let me think. Like, you gotta, you gotta chew on the curds. They it's squeaky squeak. cheese. That's it. Squeaky cheese. That's yeah, what it is. It's so important that it's squeaky cheese. So that just sounds like you're. Chewing and that's hard. It's hard to cheese. get good cheese curds here in North Carolina. So I mean, I have some friends in Minnesota that you know. Don't you know? I wish you'd send me some cheese curds, <laughs> don't Laura. Don't you know? But, uh... <laughs> it's remarkable. Uh, I didn't love it. It. I didn't hate it. I thought I was gonna hate it, and I was like, all right, it's okay. But I. I mean, chips and, curry, <laughs> chips and curry sauce are way better. Or Chip, yeah, just oh yeah, plain old curry. fucking french fries. Or... I still never got, while we were in Glasgow, I never got the uh, chips and haggis with curry. Good. And that's what I was going for. Couldn't find the place. Granted, the uh, Anthony Bourdain episode where I saw it was like four years old at that point. So it may well, not it still exist. be there. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Poutine's okay. It's not my thing. So real quick, um, before we get into, you know, interacting with the audience a little bit, uh, answering some questions, mind you, everyone who's in the chat, we're going to answer your questions here after the show. Uh, Fusco, any final thoughts on essentially that's us fucked for another year part two. Uh, everything's canceled. I would just like to say that um, now is the goodest time as ever to support the North Carolina and Wake and District January 1st uh, pipe contest that they organized three years ago that they haven't had since. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> there might be nothing else to do. Joe, this might be the time for your indoor contest to be the greatest thing of all time. What do you think? That's my that's my thoughts. Fair enough. Uh, so, Joe, uh, what, what are your thoughts on love and pipe bands in the time of the coronavirus? This is an interesting time for sure that there's so much uncertainty we don't know. and And you know what? It's okay not to know, uh, but you need to keep things as normal as possible. You need to do it for your members, and is it going to work for all of them? No, 
So Andy, don't get mad. I mean, if someone doesn't respond, pick up a phone and call them. Talk to them. They're a human being, and uh, odds are they're probably not in the right place emotionally. And again, that's okay. God damn it, and Joe! At, at you just you just this, made more work for me. He's going to outsource that. Way more fucking Sorry, work. it's okay. I but I mean, at, at the end people? of the, you said it already that we're probably going to lose people. Bands are probably going to lose people because they're going to lose their jobs. They're going to have to move. Things are going to change, and that's okay. We don't know how they're going to change. Uh, we just can only know how we're going to react to that change. And we I know. Have to be I know. We're, thanks to the COVID nineteen, we're going to get Angel back. Thank well, I mean, God. Angel had intended to come back after the tattoo, right? And unfortunately, uh, yeah. now the tattoo is going to take place in 2021, so we're going to hit the reset button. In an angel it. kind of way, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was looking forward to Angel being my bunky buddy. Oh, he would you would have had a great time. Angel is a great guy. There's no yeah. doubt. He's fantastic, but he's also a colossal flake. <laughs> we'd have done him. okay. He and is you know hysterical. What? We, we will I do okay. Him. So we have the greatest time. If we can get if we can get a uh, a Spirit of '76 band out in in Kansas City or get them out in Dunedin. <laughs> we're probably going to do something we can do it but everyone's still kind of planning we have to we have to assume as if and just proceed in the words of Andrew Hoinicke we have to proceed as if right so that's fair play and Hoinicke's in the chat right now we're going to interact with some of the live stream chat folks here uh, so keep in mind that we're still broadcasting after after, after we, we do a break theoretically close uh, so yeah I think I think you hit the nail on the head man Joe it's it's all going to be kind of up in the air uh Luckily, we're used to that, I feel like, as a community. I think pipers and drummers are used to preparing for one thing and getting another thing. They're used to preparing for a part-time musical hobby and having it dominate their life. They're used to preparing for uh, playing a nice tune on a field and getting shit kicked by rain and mud. (laughs) As our friend described. You know, they're used to uh, going out and playing gigs on St. Patrick's Day and uh, coming home with herpagonosyphilates. So it's a a very adaptable crew. Um, That's the good news about our audience and the people who are in this community. We will survive. We will survive. Well, 75% of us. Yeah, but some people are gonna go by the yeah. Side. Um, yeah, sure. They're just gonna quit. The Emerald Society bands. Oh Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> but I think that I think that in the end, uh, everyone's going to, you know, I'm interested to see what happens with some of these events. I think that uh, people are gonna kind of maybe develop a higher level of respect for the things that they typically would travel to and play at. They're gonna be more grateful, I suppose, for that once a week band practice. After they miss it for a while? I would like to think that that would happen. Hey, I appreciate being here. Yeah. Great. It could always be worse. I could be at home wiping my ass with the towels. <laughs> and with that I want to thank y'all for tuning in to this episode of the Channel Rip Podcast we are going to stick on, stick around on the live stream to answer some questions real quick uh, but this is just the kind of the official ending of the audio recording 